0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Issue Zero of the Thursday Comics Podcast. I am your co-host, Dennis Osborne, accompanied by, like always, the immortal, the uncanny, the amazing, Wallace Ryan. Why, thank you very much there, Dennis. And I read a night like You're
1: rather astounding yourself, shall I say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of uh, adjectives and objectives and everything to go through, so.
1: And we got them all around us here, too. There, It's uncanny. It is. <laughs> right, it's, it's astonishing. It's it's all new.
0: <laughs> anyway. So, issue zero. This is basically our test episode. Yeah. Um, we're just going to break down the format of the show really quick. And then go through a little bit of the themes. Yeah. Um, break it all down for you. A quick little episode before we actually start our main one with the Collector's Edition number one.
1: Yeah, and this will give you just a little... Uh, Look into the magic
0: that will be uh, Thursday Comics, right. I think. <laughs> so how the show will break down. Uh, of course, we'll do our introduction. Um, we'll do a review of last week's episode. Uh, that'll include uh, a lot of the fan feedback, yeah. uh, positive and negative. Yeah. So make um, sure
1: make sure you uh, put in comments on the, well, for, for one, on the YouTube page to start us off. And even on the Facebook page, I guess if they want to leave questions there... ...for us to answer and... ...and their name, too, if they want their real name used... ...or or even a pretend name, I
0: guess. We'll give you a shout-out, whether it's positive... ...or if you're a downright prick. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll tell you who you are. (laughs) Uh, Then we'll go into our main topic for the show. Um, We'll talk about... uh, ...upcoming books for... ...next week. If that doesn't fly, there's nothing that really... ...tickles your fancy there, we will go into... ...the From the Vault section... In which Wallace and myself will pretty much just take something straight off the shelf that is still in print. Yeah. Uh, talk about that, praise that book. So if you go to your local comic shop, you can look for that. So you do have something to read for the weekend coming up. Yeah, and he's not joking when he says taken from the shelf because well, if you if you look at the video
1: for for this, and we we will shoot videos of, of the podcast just just so you can see what it's like when you got to. Wackos like us talking about comics. Pretty much.
0: Surrounded by comics, so, right? <laughs> uh, then we're usually going to close the show out. We're going to do Deep Thoughts with Wallace Ryan. Very deep. This is where Wallace, uh, Wallace will basically just curse like a sailor, whatever on his mind. Damn right. So, which he's been really excited to curse, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been, <laughs> I've been waiting for this bastard to come along. <laughs> then we'll, uh, we'll just close the show out, mention the topic for next week, and then... Yeah,
1: and then and the, it's they, the, far because this is almost how the show is going to be. We start out because the subject of today's obviously is the show it's the itself.
0: Show. So we're just going to talk about how the show came about. Yeah. Um, well, uh, you you st-
1: we'll tell the origin story. Start.
0: Uh, you 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 can start if you want. So how it came about was started with uh, we'll call it the sister show, Wallace's yeah. uh, Facebook page and Wallace's YouTube show, the Library of Graphic Literature. Uh I was helping record a video and do some reviews one day and we were just waiting for it to upload and we were just sitting around having a chat about both working in comic shops before and mm-hmm. our favorite books and shitting on <laughs> certain people. <laughs> who who all of you out there know who we're talking about. Right. And uh just have a grand discussion. And as it was recording, uh while we we're doing up the video, we just said to ourselves why don't we? Or why didn't we just record this? Because this <laughs> yeah. was far more fun than almost yeah. the video was. It
1: was. It was. It really was. Yeah. And it's just chatting,
0: you know, random stories and your favorite books and mine and your favorite artists and creators and just yeah. bitching about stuff that we don't really bitch about.
2: Yeah.
1: And with and with the age difference between us too, we 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 cover like a really good range of of modern comics too. Right. With me being born in the '60s, right up through to the 90s, and then yourself, uh, and your experience of comics, you know, as a young person, then from from
0: from the 80s, actually. <laughs> Mid-late 80s, going yeah. through the 90s. So, yeah. I always said I was the product of mass marketing blitz. Yeah. Um, because when I started collecting comics, you had the cartoons, and the toy lines, and the comic book, and the tie-ins, and the gimmicky covers, and... Yeah. I was the product of that. I'm the product of one of the worst eras, yet the most profitable in (laughs) comic history.
1: And the funny thing is, is that when I was a kid, I used to be so pissed when I'd, you know, when you'd look at an action figure done for Superman or Batman, they'd always get something wrong with it. There was was never any, any good. The only thing decent was Captain Action. (laughs) And because he had the, the, these little sets that you could dress him up in. Mm -hmm but the, the he's a male Barbie yeah yeah uh, but he uh, his, his accessories were Superman outfits and all which were actually accurate which even shocked me back in the late 60s early 70s when they came out I was like geez, how, how, how were they able to do this when they can't get anything else right right but I mean the uh, and I mean w- when I was growing up it was Major Mac Mason all these space toys stuff like that but it was just like God you think you'd take a bit of time out of your busy day to do up something like that
0: and it's, it's also funny now. So I'm actually at a part that I'm an older generation. Yeah. Because so when I was still reading comics in the early 90, like late 90s, early 2000s, that's when a lot of people my age were dropping off. Mm. Uh, so there's this giant gap when those people, which are now my age, are getting back in the comics, and they have this giant gap in history that they're completely unaware of. Yeah. And a lot of the late 90s stuff is not collected in any paperback form. No. Uh so I'm this go-to for a lot of people for Spider-Man in the late 90s and early 2000s and X-Men in that era because it's almost a forgotten era. Yeah. Say Marvel was going through bankruptcy at the time and they were just putting out anything, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> it was
2: just
1: for
0: times. It uh, is. And it's that little weird era before the graphic novel era. Yeah. started kicking in with 2000 in the year 2000 around there. Yeah. Uh, so I find that interesting that all of a sudden I am almost like a teachable generation alone. Yeah. And that floors me to no end, really. So. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, it's it's uh, I I believe we're 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 living in the golden age of graphic literature. Like, you know, how we're always slapping an age on something. And this and officially by the way out there, this is it. This is the golden age of graphic literature because you've got uh, not only great graphic novels coming out uh, by men and women, you've got great collections of all the classic stuff which if it wasn't for this particular era, uh, it's it's saving a lot of comics. Everyone from PSR books to uh, Library of American Comics reprinted the old stuff. And that's why I love seeing the old stuff, because as we both know, you know, as the centuries go on, a lot of that is going to disintegrate. And so fortunately, most of this stuff is printed on acid free
0: paper and will last centuries, well, right? It can officially be a library now. Yeah, yeah, exactly, so, yeah. I like that uh, with the collection. Say, I was growing up in the 90s and I was reading X-Men. Yeah. The only way I could ever read Giant-Size X-Men number one was the Marvel Milestone Edition comics. Oh, yes, came out yes, with, yes. And I there remember high them, quality, yeah. But they came out with Amazing Fantasy and Spider-Man 1 and some, certain key issues. Yeah. That was the only way you could read those issues. Yeah.
1: Well, it, I guess the Marvel, the Marvel Masterworks, Masterworks
0: works, too, because now no, they were 87. They were 87. They, they led the charge, really. But right. even then... But they were $87 when I'm 10 years old.
2: Yeah. so no. no. In 87,
0: they came out. I oh, think in 87, they came out. But,
1: but they were expensive, yes. And they obviously aimed at older, older readers. Older collectors. Sir. And because, I mean, I, I I had them in my shop. The only thing I didn't like, they had those, those silly marbled covers, the covers to them with the... Tie. I never liked that, or right?
0: they still do, don't they do? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like
1: the rec market and... And then the normal, the silver ones, which... I'm glad they've stuck with those, because I love those nice big images on them,
0: right? They kind of copied that with the cheaper format when they did the Marvel Premiere Classics. Yeah. Those hardcovers, which are really nice, and you used to have the two versions. You used to have the solid black covers with just the image, a nice big image on them. Or you could have the ones that were all numbered. Yeah. Um, The direct market editions. Now, I didn't like them. Because if you were only buying certain ones, yeah. you'd have number 71 and 94 it's and exactly. And that'll just drive most people nuts to go buy all of them. Oh, it drove, drove me nuts, right? <laughs> so I did like that aspect. You have the same book, but appealing to direct market and mass market, yeah. which is really nice. Yeah. Which is yeah. also, I like now, about DC and Marvel are doing with books like Mr. Miracle. And they're doing with... Um, the House of X powers of ten book coming yeah. out. So Mr. Miracle was available paperback everywhere. Yeah. But the comic books were getting the limited edition hardcover. Yeah. Which is really nice. Yeah. And I think Powers of Ten hardcover will be going mass market, but the direct version is getting an exclusive cover. Yeah. And maybe maybe some different content, I don't know. Yeah.
1: Which I which I like. I, li- I like the the exclusives.
0: I feel to, to both sides. Yeah. Right? I mean it promotes people going into the comic shop as well. But it's kind of what you want to get people in and browse. Yeah. That's one thing that's missing now is you're not getting... uh, People are just like window shopping. Yeah, yeah. They're looking at books online, they're buying it, and they're not actually getting a chance to go down, hold the book, browse through it, have something catch their eye, and buy it on a whim. Yeah, from there, yeah. Yeah. That doesn't exist anymore, uh, which is kind of sad. Yeah. And that's how you got into comics. You would go down as a, a, a child you flip through something, something would catch your eye, an image, or, yeah. well, usually an image. Yeah. Um, and you'd like it, and, and you'd you like wanted it. And, it. and you'd, you'd buy that issue. Yeah. Yeah. And then, hopefully, that will get you going on the series. Exactly. For years yeah. and years, until DC or Marvel cancels it and ruins your life.
1: Yes, exactly. It makes, so, you, it makes you grow up old and bitter, like me.
0: <laughs> right. And I'm getting there. I'm halfway there. So, we're all cynical now.
1: Yeah. Now, our origin stories, I mean, uh, with yourself, we first met, how long have we known each other now? It must be at least five,
0: five six, six years, years, at least. years at least. But I think we knew each other, because yeah. I was shopping uh, at the comic book store, and you were there, and we'd have random
2: yeah. chit-chats chit yeah.
0: and everything, but we didn't really know one another. Um, how we got to know one another would would have was um, Leslie. Yeah, yeah, my daughter. And was that was how, because I knew Leslie, I hung out with Leslie. And then when you mentioned that she was your daughter, we got in this big discussion. Yeah. And then yeah. there was a familiarity there, and we started to talk more. And uh, I always kind of picked your brain again with the generational gap yeah. Yeah. Uh, on certain eras. And
1: and the, and then the show too when when you made your the first show. appearance on yeah. the show and and people liked the 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 appearances too. They liked uh, and i would seen comments like that. They liked they liked the banter and the. And the difference in the ages works because you know we we can cover, yeah, you know, we can cover anything from the start of the twentieth century right up to to today in terms and, yeah. of of of
0: knowing knowing what's on the go, right? And uh, and they still cross. And we were chatting before we even started this about, yeah. say, death of Superman. Yeah. you were a retailer, and I was the prime age and demographic for buying the comic. Yeah. And then you had my point of view and your point of view, which were two completely different things.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were even talking about that earlier, about the, you know, the, uh, here's, here's something for the college fund or whatever. Yeah, right. Right. And, and, and meanwhile, I... Through college. And meanwhile, here, I, 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 as a retailer, I was just like, oh, this is going to get me a really
0: good dinner tonight.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. It, you know, paid
0: off your college tuition or college debt before I paid for mine. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ever, right? So. Yeah. That's but that's what a, a lot of people like. And I like picking your brain about golden age silver age books. Yeah. Um I say big part of the reason I buy so many omnibus mm. is because of our chit-chats. Yeah. And yeah. talking about random stuff.
1: Yeah. And, and and it seems too, a lot of times that um a lot of the the books and stuff and artists and all that we, there's a lot we have in common that we like. It's just like, oh I really like this person or that person. You know you're Howard Shakens, everything like that. So there's 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 certain artists I think do reach across generations. And I have one, one guy a, a, a customer he was talking to me, David Dave Coffin, nice guy, and he asked about Mobius and it was so neat to be able to talk about, about Mobius and the, about Mobius to, to, to someone who's new, new into comics. Relatively new into comics, and uh, but I'd mentioned the uh, three books that i bought recently, and and how of course after I bought them, then they appeared in in Diamond, but they are French editions too, right. and I, but I said to him they're worth they're worth getting anyway because they do have stories even within them, but I was able to talk to him about the history of Mobius back to you know f- for myself where I, when I first discovered him and stuff like that and you know the what heavy metal meant to my
0: generation, right. this sort of thing, and which you'll hear more about, of <laughs> course, in, in future episodes, right? Like, it's funny, because heavy metal meant a certain thing to you. To me, the start of heavy metal was going to Channel 34 showcase late night TV. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: and for the, yeah. and
0: uh, being a kid and growing up and watching this nudie cartoon at yeah. one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but then when you realize and you're watching the heavy metal cartoon that you're seeing... Well, this is this guy, Mobius. Yeah. Um, and then you're watching a movie like Fifth Element, which yes. ties into Mobius. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, which is based off, loosely based off of The Inkle. And then you mm. have this full circle thing that you want to check out more heavy metal. And yeah. And then you want to check out The Inkle. And then you want to see what else he's done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's this natural progression of collecting where you kind of went from superhero-y, say, kid comics. Yeah. And then you went to, I don't know, say Vertigo... Yeah. Comics and a yeah. little more adult theme with Preacher and Sandman. And then you just go completely out there.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, so, exactly. And yeah. now you're into some weird, kinky stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, it's almost like everyone's sex history. You start off a missionary position, yeah. and then you, yeah. you bust out the toys and the handcuffs and the yeah. and everything like that. That's Mobius. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right? I, li- I like that. Exactly. So, yeah. That's yeah. how... No
1: matter what you think when you're younger, and, oh, I wouldn't be into this when you get older... Trust me, you're into it.
2: You
0: appreciate it. You're like, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's my thing now. I didn't know I was into this. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what Mobius is. And if you read a lot of, or look at a lot of Mobius's work, Mobius was clearly into some of that too. You yeah. can tell. <laughs> ah, God bless his, right? his little Arzac hurt. So.
1: But uh, yeah, yeah. The uh... But yeah, so uh, I guess we, we met there and we did a few shows together for uh, for, for my show. And and they, they worked really good, especially the, the, the uh, 100th. Show number one hundred. I I even recommended that to uh, people if they want to see because in that one we we done basically what comics should be in every library yeah. and all that and, and what was it we started with fifty what were you we going to do we ended we were up doing
0: fifty a- then we changed it to a hundred and then when we were doing the video we got about halfway through the room yeah and we were at a hundred
2: yeah so we yeah. said
0: screw it we'll just do one twenty 120, one twenty five one twenty five we went for so. yeah.
1: And even after that, like you say, and this is what led to us here today, was once we shut down, we're uploading it, we started adding more and more. To, oh my God, we forgot this. We forgot
0: that. It right. was just like, damn. <laughs> really, you could have done almost 150, 200 because oh, yeah. it's your opinion it, and my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And someone mentioned to me uh, a little while ago, a friend of mine, that the fun part about owning a collection is it's 100% totally unique. It's a version of your life.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: it's your tastes, and I have books that I have collected because it was my favorite growing up. And then your twenties, your, your say your college years, you have certain tastes, and you, that part portion is collected. And then your yeah. later taste, and it, it even involves your taste in women because when I when I would be
1: dating in my twenties and thirties and all that. And, and this is true, I would oh, look, yeah. wait, wait, when I'd meet someone new, whatever, and I'd be in their apartment, I'd be looking at their books, and the books would tell tell me everything that I needed to know. So I mean, if it was just like TV Guide, and, and uh, Solutions to Crosswords, or Reader's, digest, Reader's digest, and all that, it's just like, okay, it's time for me to get out of here right. while I'm still alive. But if I came in,
0: and they had, well, if they had comics, I mean, I'd be in love right away, right? People come in mind, and just assume I'm like a... Fucking hoarder at this point. There's that <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I say to people, yes, uh, th- this is the this is the product of a
0: diseased mind, right? Which it is. <laughs> There's just no two ways about it, right? But this is basically breaks down. You know, almost 50 years of collecting for you. Yeah, for yeah, really. Part. This is really, yeah. This is basically majority of your life that's being collected. Yeah, and you can take most of the books off the shelf and. Remind you of something where you came from, a yeah. certain memory of reading it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, something. And it's everyone's is unique. And that's what I love about collecting comics.
1: Yeah. And that's what I loved about talking about them. The, like you say, there's certain memories associated, like the fourth world I can remember as a kid waiting for the ferry to cross from uh, Nova Scotia to Newfoundland in North Sydney and buying a couple of comics. And one of them was New Gods number four, I think it was the Orion Mob. And re- I can remember sitting in the back of our station wagon, right? You know, <laughs> you remember where they used to put kids uh, back, back over over the uh, the fuel tank, right? right. <laughs> but it, but yeah, exactly. And and there's I mean there's some series like when well, we were talking about uh, series to pluck off the uh, the, the uh, off the the shelves, uh, which is going to be one of our features too. And the one I plucked off was the uh, Deadly Hands of Kung Fu. Right. Because for me the, the memories that, that have is it's early uh uh Rudy uh George Perez, there's uh, Rudy Nebrez, Nudy Rebez. Right. <laughs> Rudy Nebrez, there's Keith Given, there was everyone in it, Marshall Rogers and I loved I as you know I'm a big fan of the Curtis magazines, the Marvel right. magazine, so that's so yeah, and that's one thing we're gonna be doing is is the, the hauling off the, the the from the vault. From the vault. Uh, what was your choice for
0: fall? Mine today? is um which we'll talk about in a little bit is Black Sad. Okay, okay. Um, we'll, we'll go ahead because yeah, we're, so after main topic, which is because this, this is just a brief outline yeah. episode. Um we go into actually upcoming books for next week. Yeah. Um the one we both decided on is the Savage Sword of Conan volume two omnibus. Oh yes. Which should be coming out. Yeah. Um and brief side note by the name Thursday Comics. A lot of people don't know. We are actually located in Newfoundland. Uh, and because we're an island and fairies and everything, we actually don't get our books until Thursday. Yeah. This is where the name comes from. So uh, we decided to call it Thursday Comics because Wednesday Comics for us is not a thing. No. So no. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not a thing. And we, we could talk about this week's books, but by the time we get ours, it's a day late and then you read and you do reviews, everyone already has that done. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to basically skip this week's and we're going to go right into Next week's books. Kind yeah. of get a head start on it. Yeah.
1: And with the uh, the, the Savage Sword, that's that's one of my favorite. Uh, I'm loving what they're doing with both the normal Conan and the Savage Sword. Right. And the Savage Sword is just like the pin- pinnacle. The art was so important in the Savage Sword from Akela to, jeez, I mean, they had everyone. All the best artists seemed to, to have a
0: shot at it, right? Well, I think Neil Adams did. Yeah. Several issues we were talking about it earlier. The, yeah. Uh, Zambula Strangler. Yes. Yeah. I think. Um, a classic issue or right? is classic issue I actually own that issue uh, because I went down to the comic shop and bought a bunch of the magazines and that was one of my favorites and I actually have a Conan board game and that's one of the scenarios that you can play oh okay, so okay, okay I didn't know that well, okay. yeah, so that was really neat and I've always had a giant love of Conan yeah the, okay. uh, the Busek and the Kari Nord run yeah. right through all the Dark Horse era yeah which I'm glad Marvel's collecting but they're in epic collections or in paperbacks yeah not in the uh, omnibus format so, yeah, we we'll
1: uh, think about that. Yeah, and the, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, now I did like the, the their colossal formats, because uh, before it went back to Marvel, because right. it got a lot of that out, out of the way, but the, yeah, even right back to, the, and that's the good thing about the the Conan the Barbarian omnibuses, where we get to go back and have a look, of course, at all the Barry Smith stuff and all that, and and coming right into the Savage Sword and that from, from there on, Right. right? But uh, yeah, I think that's that's definitely well it's both of our picks. Well, it is both
0: uh, it's a mutual pick. Yeah. So other now, than some, that, I think it was Venom by Donnie Cates volume yeah. one. Yeah,
1: exactly. And Kate's Kate's definitely uh, he he did a great job on on Doctor Strange, I thought. He did, yeah. And, and uh, for def- Spicello. Yeah, definitely an up and coming uh artist for sure. And so. what about off the shelf? Anything uh well my off the shelf was the was well was the Deadly Hands of Kung Fu. Anything? What about yourself,
0: there? Mine right? was Black Sad. Uh, yes, the that was great. The reason hard. I picked Black Sad is multiple reasons. It actually has going to get a little bit of mass appeal. It actually, has a video game coming out on all platforms. Uh-huh. Uh, Black Sad under the skin, and Ooh, because, skin. Of that, right? <laughs> because of that, right? Uh, because of that, Dark Horse is collecting all of it in a hardcover collection, which yes. we talked about a little while ago. I fell in love really with nice. <laughs> But I have all the three individuals, and I'm going to buy the other one. Uh, but it's classic crime noir story. Yeah. Uh, three main parts. So you have main Black Sad in hardcover, then you have Silent Hell, and then you have Amarillo. Amarillo, yeah. Uh, but it's anthropomorphic animals. Yeah. Which sounds weird, and it sounds like Zootopia that... I think Disney movie or DreamWorks that was out. Yeah, it sounds a lot like that, and it is. But this is far more adult themes. Yeah, oh for sure. And it has to do with uh, drugs, and there's an uh, one of the main parts is the Red Scare, and it has to do with communism, and it has to do with racism. Yeah. And it's gorgeously painted. Bit it's of sex thrown a little in. Bit of sex. Yeah. It's yeah. animal sex. Which never.
1: Yeah, ne- never hurts anyone. Never except hurts
0: anyone. Except yeah. the people getting in between the animals. Right. <laughs> but it's a. Uh, gorgeously written the art is amazing in it it's fantastic stories uh, it is an import so it is translated yeah but with the new mass appeal coming out from the, the board game or not the board game the video game which is hopefully good because that could kill a franchise too Um, that would probably be my pick for the week okay so off okay, the shelf excellent. so I didn't have time to actually pull it off the shelf but I know it's behind you somewhere okay well okay. So, I own it and I've read it a dozen times so I can recite that book off Top of my head, so. Okay, well,
1: we're we're getting into the dying minutes here on the prog- podcast, so I guess a uh, bit of rant. Uh,
0: yep. Yeah, so I mean, our I mean, last topic, normally uh, before we close the show out, is deep thoughts with Wallace Ryan. So whatever's on Wallace's mind, positive, negative, we give him about two or three minutes, and he can go right ahead and rant. Yes. So if you want to do a little bit of a test now, Wallace, you can go God, right ahead.
1: God damn it, I do, and I'm fucking fucking <laughs> yes. really mad. Double fucking mad at, uh, at DC for, for a lot of their recent uh, uh, solicitation uh, uh, debacles where they've solicited a comic and then either canceled it outright, renamed it, did something to it, or whatever. And it's just, it's, and I know it's driving you crazy and it's driving me around the fucking wall. It's just like if you're going to solicit a goddamn book at least have the guts to fucking put it out. For God's sake, it's just... And, I mean, it's DC Comics. It's not like it's a small fucking publisher, because DC is is a motherfucking big publisher, and they can afford it. They're backed by Warner, for God's sake. So come on, DC, for Jesus' sake. Get it, You know, I I know there are some people out there who don't give a two-dog fuck about stuff like that, but a lot of your big collectors do. And you're turning... Like the uh, before Batman... Right. Canceling that. The Detective say, Issues 1 to 26. Yeah. And people, people say, oh, well, I think they collected they canceled it because of the political correctness. And it, and if so, that's even worse to me. It's just like, for God's sake, the, we all know what the comics were like back then. The, the though, though, Before Batman was important for a historical reason. had nothing to do with the content at all. Yeah. I was buying them because of, of, of what they represented. And so was everyone else. Everyone else was really looking forward to it. And they, then when they were trying, there were the rumors that they're messing around with the uh, uh, House of Mystery and House of secrecy it's just like, we just bought the fucking volume number one, and you're talking about, oh, I'm not sure if we're going to do volume two? Uh, the collectors, I, I know, they went around the bend, right? They it was did. just like, and the, fortunately they let them know, and DC, I think, heard and backed down, which I'll give you at least props there, but... Uh, but I mean, leave leave the. I, I think they should leave the omnibus uh, raw, uh, collections just as they are now. Keep on going with those, and and don't be afraid to put because they said they they were afraid of putting Bronze Age on the Jonah Hex coll- yeah. collection, whatever. It's just like uh, that has to be the stupidest fucking reason I ever heard. It's just like come on, it's the Bronze Age. Get over it. It it, it all those are there are to help you know more or less, you know, okay, they're from the 70s. Right. It, it says nothing about si- silver, gold, bronze. It says nothing about the quality. They're just delineations of, of time periods. And that's it? And that's they always- got they got to get over it. So, DC, you, you've been the victim of the of, of the first uh,
0: round of Deep Thoughts. <laughs> um, Alright, and that should pretty much do it. So yes, we're just uh, going to wrap things up and close things out now. Yeah. Um, we're going to start recording... Uh, Either next week, so it might be either bi-weekly or weekly. Yeah. still haven't decided yet, but the uh, main topic for next week will be recommending comics uh, for all different readers. Uh, different sexes, ages. Uh, we both worked in comic shops, so we, we dealt with all that before. And basically building up a, uh, a clientele base and knowing your readers. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's yeah. what we're going to talk about starting with our next recording. So. Yeah.
1: And our fans out there, we're going to be really good to you, because because we love you, we love you so much, we almost want to have sex with you, but you know we want to keep things, you know, above board,
0: right? Slightly above board. Slightly above board. So.
1: But there will be swearing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, until then, you can subscribe to this podcast. You can check out uh, check us out on Facebook at Thursday Comics. Even if you want to, you can check out the sister site. On Facebook, yeah. the Library of Graphic Literature in, in the Library of Graphic yeah. Literature, yeah. and Wallace Ryan's YouTube. Yeah, as yeah. Well. Oh, and of course,
1: the theme song that you heard at the start and at the end—it's it, been—it's a unique piece of mu- music composed by uh, uh, local uh, musician Bill Brennan, who, as it turns out, besides being an amazing jazz musician and all that. Lived up the street from me as a kid, so I've known him all my life. So it was it was really cool, cool. And uh, I mean, we just gave him a quick, quick run through, and he delivered us a, a really nice little piece of music. As a matter of fact, uh, shall we play that music? We'll play our, our way out.
0: We'll play it? our way out with that. Okay. So thank you very much for tuning in, and we'll catch you in a week or maybe two. Okay. All right. Say good night, Wallace. Okay. Good night, Wallace, and thanks for having us over.